all ready. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fools uh, Dynasty. I'm your commish, as you will all know. Thanks for tuning in by popular request. Um, there's a couple things I want to get out of the way before we jump right into everything. Um, first of all, thank you for letting me be your commission, being patient with me. Um, this whole league is going to go through a growth process. There's going to be a lot of bumps through the season, before the season, after the season. Uh, so thanks for being patient. Um, I'm going to be adding a lot more stuff to the website. Um, yeah, I'm going to be adding a lot more stuff to the website, trying to keep it updated constantly. Uh, I'm going to be shooting for a podcast around once or twice a week. We're pretty slow right now, obviously, because it's the off season. The biggest thing that can happen is probably like a free agent signing or, uh, maybe a trade in the league. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to keep it to one to two a week. I'm going to want to do more. I have all the time in the world on my hands, obviously, for this quarantine. Uh, but I'm going to aim for one or two for the week. Um, each episode is going to be around an hour. Um, I feel like that's pretty pretty good. It's not too long. It's not too short. Um, it allows me to knock out a lot of stuff in one episode. I don't know if I'm going to have to break it up into two parts, and if I do, it will be labeled the same title, and then part one and part two at the end of it, so just keep that in mind. Um, so, for the rest of the time, I'm going to be going over the initial draft, not the rookie draft, but the initial draft that we started, and I believe it took a week and a half to do. Um, I want to go over that. I feel like there's a lot I can dive into right here. And I'm also going to be talking about certain players. Um, I'm also going to go into tactics for dynasty. Um, not even really tactics, really. It's just borderline rules. Um, just kind of dive into that. So hang out with me while we go through this. Um, Should be fun. Should be cool. And thanks again for listening. So when we started the draft, um, everyone notes it's a 10-team Superflex dynasty. Now, before I start going over who got drafted where, I want to kind of hit on the importance of the word superflex in dynasty. Um, the reason why that is so important is because superflex adds an extra flex spot and then another flex spot. And that second flex spot, you can add either a quarterback, running back, wide receiver, or tight end. The reason why that's so important is because quarterbacks typically score more points than any other quarterback or a uh, position, excuse me. The quarterback scores typically more points than any other position in the league. So if you have, God forbid, you have Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson on the same team, 
And, you know, you plug both of them in, chances are they're going to outscore most running backs and most wide receivers through that week. Um, Now, the outliers would be like Michael Thomas or Christian McCaffrey, maybe Saquon if he gets it going this year. Um, Those are really like – there's only a handful of people that will outscore a quarterback, and that's why quarterbacks are so important in a super flex. Um, So I highly suggest – not dropping quarterbacks. I saw a lot of quarterbacks get dropped on the waiver wire, um, which is fine. But at the same time, you might want to double check um, who you want to drop before you start dropping quarterbacks. Um, so just keep that in mind. Quarterbacks are like gold in dynasty. You want to have good quarterbacks. Um, Stash them away. Take good care of them. Um, The next thing I want to hit on are values of your picks. Um, The value of your picks are extremely important. Your picks determine if your roster gets younger, if your roster gets more... I guess you could say talented or more full of opportunity. Um, In my main dynasty league, I'm in a complete rebuild mode. Um, We just drafted our rookie draft. And I drafted Jalen Rieger, CD Lamb, Justin Jefferson. Um, Oh, no, it wasn't Justin Jefferson. It was T. Higgins. Jalen Rieger, CD Lamb, T. Higgins, Henry Ruggs. And I think those are the four. I think those are the four starting wide receivers. So all rookies. I'm in complete rebuild mode. The good thing is I have Josh Allen, and Teddy, Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, um, as my QBs. Uh, it's not great. It's not terrible. Um, they're both surrounded with talent. They both are dual threat quarterbacks. Teddy Bridgewater doesn't like to throw the ball deep too much. He likes to throw it um, fairly short. It's one of the reasons why I think DJ Moore is going to have a really good year. Um, But behind those two, I have nothing. And that's what's super shitty is I need to find quality replacements for those two quarterbacks. And God forbid one of them gets injured. um, I'm pretty much fucked. Um, So quarterbacks are gold in Dynasty. Quarterbacks are your babies and... Good thing I'm going into next year with, I believe, four first-round picks and three second-round picks, two third-round picks, and a fourth-round pick. Those picks are going to hopefully save me down the line. At least I'm really hoping they're not going to turn into like a Laquan Treadwell or uh, you know Justin Blackman or Trent Richardson or anything like that. Um, so I played it smart. I flipped my players pretty well. Um, and this is the reason why I want to get into the value of picks is because when you have a player, let's say you have really good depth at one position, you got a lot of running backs, you got a lot of um, wide receivers, or for um, Harris's team, he has a lot of quarterbacks because in the initial draft, he drafted a lot of quarterbacks. 
which is risky for reasons I'm not going to go over right now. But so we drafted a lot of quarterbacks and he's trying to flip them for quality players, which you guys might think right now, oh, I mean, I got like Russell Wilson and fucking, I don't know, Teddy Bridgewater, like I'm good. But then your third quarterback who's on your roster will be like Mitchell Trubisky. That's trash. You don't want that. You, you want depth at quarterback. You want to be able to flex your quarterbacks in and out. I would say you want a minimum of three quality quarterbacks. And then your fourth can be like a backup. Um, that's what I would recommend. Um, everyone's going to have their opinions. And that's totally cool. Um, so with your picks, so Harris is kind of hoarding the quarterbacks right now. He, I think he arguably has the best quarterback room in the league. Um, let me actually just pull up his team really quick. Uh, shit. Oh, okay, cool. It's right here. So Harris has Deshaun Watson, which is solid. Baker Mayfield, which is pretty good. Carson Wentz, um, he's really talented. He gets injury prone a little bit. Um, so we'll see. And then that's it. So it's a pretty good quarterback room. Um, it's actually a really good quarterback room. Deshaun Watson, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, all surrounded or just got surrounded by weapons. Um, I don't remember if he made any trades earlier in the season. I think he did. I think he did with Reprezge, um or <laughs> Repreza. Uh, I think he tra- traded Sam Darnold for Miles Sanders, if I remember correctly. Um, so yeah, you, you just got to know the value of your picks and of your players. Any quarterback that is in a starting spot, to me, is worth around a like middle second round pick, um, depending on the player. Um, like I wouldn't give anything more than a late second for Mitchell Trubisky. He will never be on my roster. I fucking hate that guy. I think he's equivalent to Jameis Winston. I actually think Jameis is a little better than Trubisky, but. Those two guys, there's just some people that will never be on my rosters because of the downside that they have. Um, also, keep in mind, the reason why quarterbacks are so gold is because we play with six-point passing touchdowns and two-point interceptions. This is where Jameis Winston kind of gets interesting. Um, he's behind the Saints. He's behind uh, Drew Brees, so he's obviously not going to play for another year or two. But... When it is his time to shine and he throws like 30 to 40 attempts a game, the dude is going to score touchdowns and he's he's going to do well. I don't like him because he turns over the ball over so much. Little fun stat, he actually had the most dropped interceptions in the league, I believe. I almost want to put money on that if I read that correctly. Um 
there'll just never be people on my roster like that. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, just knowing your value for quarterbacks, knowing your value for running backs. I flipped in my main league um, Dalvin Cook for two first-round picks and a third. And he's not even the best running back in the league. So if you have Christian McCaffrey, or if I had Christian McCaffrey, I would bare minimum expect three first-round picks or two first-round picks and a pretty solid flex. Um, You just got to know your league and their value. Some guys love trading draft picks. Some guys can really give a fuck about draft picks. Um, Personally, I like having draft picks. I like being engaged in the draft. So I'm always willing to trade. Um, And that... And draft picks also give you a really, really good flexibility with your roster. Um, It allows you to focus on your future rather than your present. Because if you have no depth at wide receiver and you have no draft picks, you're forced to trade or wait another full year just to draft. So I like having draft picks. I like figuring out people's value for running back. Um, don't be afraid to lowball people at first just to kind of like test the waters. Um, and yeah, just know, just know your value. Just try and figure it out. Uh, just know quarterbacks are absolute fucking gold and really try to keep them on your roster. Cause you just never know. Kind of like Patrick Mahomes. Nobody really would have anticipated this guy to go off like he did. They, they anticipated for him to start, but they didn't anticipate him to throw 50 touchdowns. So it's crazy. Um, with that being said, we are going to roll right into the draft, if I can find it. Um, the beginning was mainly just for the newer people, just to try and help them kind of like establish a baseline, I guess you can say. Uh, I know when I went into my very first draft, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing or who to draft or where to draft or whatever. I should have done this before, but, you know, shit happens. All right, now we're going to roll into the draft. Um, We're going to start, obviously, in the first round, but I'm not going to hit on people who are obviously good. Christian McCaffrey, I feel like I don't really need to explain why he's good or my thoughts on him. He's a fucking monster. Um, I'm going to hit on people where they might have huge upside, maybe why I do or do not like them. Um, things to keep an eye out on. And I'm especially going to hit on quarterbacks and where they go, because I really think you guys need to understand how important quarterbacks are if you haven't done a dynasty. So the first pick was Christian McCaffrey. Um, second pick, Saquon, can't really go there. Third pick was me, Patrick Mahomes. I was really um, ecstatic to get him. Arguably the best quarterback in the league. Best dynasty quarterback in the league. Six-point passing touchdown, two-point interception. Barely turns over the ball. High-powered offense. Um, Really can't go wrong there. Um, I really, really wanted to secure a quarterback. If you have a quarterback that strong, 
whether it's Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, uh, Deshaun Watson, it allows you to be flexible for the rest of the draft. And same thing with running backs like Christian McCaffrey, like you're good on a running back for a minute because he's so damn good. Unless you want to go running back heavy in a dynasty, I wouldn't really recommend it. Um, it's kind of what I'm going to call him Amar. I don't know how to say the last one. Amar Tiaga. I, I don't know how to fucking say that. Um, he did Christian McCaffrey and then Nick Chubb, which is a fucking solid duo. Um, but I wanted to establish my quarterback core right off the bat. And I definitely didn't want to go against Patrick Mahomes. Um, I mean, I still don't want to go up against Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. But, uh, you know, it's just it, it, it was a smart move on my part. I just wanted to establish my quarterback and then build around my quarterback. And that's what you want to do with your rosters. You want to find those two to three good players you can build around. Um, and my player to start out was Patrick Mahomes. And then it goes Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, and then Repreza, 24, picks Lamar Jackson. Uh, two quarterbacks so far gone in the first round. Right after that, if you hear scratches on my computer, it's because I have to keep my screen awake. Um, right after Lamar Jackson is Dalvin Cook. Um, solid pick. Young beast when healthy. Um, Tyreek Hill. We all know about Tyreek. Zeke is a little interesting to me um, for first round. He's been in the league a while. He's still fairly young. Um, they're going to run the shit out of that guy. I think within the next two years, he's going to start to decline. He's 26 years old. Um, he's been in the league four years. I think that's when he's going to start to decline in two years. Um I wouldn't be shocked if he's the type of player to continuously do good his entire career. Jerry Jones is about to run that motherfucker into the ground. He's about to get his money's worth, pretty much. Um, still a solid pick. I mean, you really can't go wrong with him. I just don't know personally if I would have picked him. Probably would have picked Nick Chubb over him. Um, even though Baker Mayfield kind of scares me a little bit. Um, the last pick of the first round was Deshaun Watson, which dual threat quarterback. Um, he had DeAndre Hopkins till Bill O'Brien wanted to be a fucking retard. Uh, <laughs> that whole thing was just stupid. Um, Deshaun Watson. So that's three quarterbacks in the first round. Just a quick recap. Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, Patrick Mahomes, Michael Thomas, Hopkins, Lamar Jackson, Dalvin Cook, Tyreek Hill, Zeke. Um, Zeke and Deshaun Watson. So pretty good first round. Nobody really reached for anyone. Um, starting with the second round, back-to-back um, -back picks, Deshaun Watson and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is a monster. We all know that. His release game is extremely crazy. It's been praised by top-tier cornerbacks the last like two to three years on how crazy his release game and uh, route running is. Kyle Murray was a, I think, a solid pick. Um, 
The Cardinals' offense last year was fucking atrocious. It was terrible. Um, it was really, really bad. But they started to pick up fire towards the end of the season with Kenyon Drake and um, Fitz uh, will always be Fitz. So I'm really excited about uh, Kyle Murray. I think he's going to do really well. He's another dual threat quarterback. Um, I think he's going to do very well. I think that was a solid pick. Uh, Dak Prescott pairing with Tyreek Hill in the first round. I think that's really good too, especially after drafting uh, the man himself, C.D. Lamb. I'm a huge C.D. Lamb fan. Uh, I love him. Uh he got a lot of comparisons to DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I'm super hyped for him. We'll talk about more of them later. Um, I think Dak Prescott's solid choice. Uh, Chris Godwin is in a interesting scenario. Um, I really like him as a player. I think he's going to do great. Um. He is behind Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski. I want to say he's behind Rob Gronkowski, um, but if you think Rob Gronkowski isn't going to take away receptions, you're wrong. It's going to happen. I don't know how much. I don't think it will be that dramatic of an effect to where Chris Godwin isn't reliable. I think Chris Godwin is going to have Overall, some really solid weeks. I think he's also going to have weeks where he's just going to give you a goose egg. I think he's going to fuck you some weeks. Um, that division is extremely competitive. Um, that's going to be a really tough division. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. They're either going to be shootouts or they're going to be like stalemates. It's going to be interesting. I think overall it was a pretty good pick. Um, you guys will start to know that I am a conservative player for the most part. Um, I'll reach a little bit here and there. Um, I just don't like drafting wide receiver twos in the second round. And that's what Chris Godwin is. He's a wide receiver two and he got drafted in the second round. And for dynasty purposes, he could be great. You guys got to remember, like, this is dynasty. Like, this is your team for however long. So if George one ball wonder doesn't feel like he's in a win right now mode or a win now mode, then he could just hold on to Chris Godwin and build around him. Um, personally, I wouldn't have done it, but I will not hate on that pick at all. I think he's very talented. Uh, moving on Alvin Kamara. I don't know how to feel about Alvin Kamara as well. I will not hit on the pick in the second round. It's actually a fucking steal in the second round. Um, for Repreza to get him at 2-5 in the second round is really crazy. Um, now that I'm looking at it, George could have paired up Alvin Kamara with Dalvin Cook. That would have been kind of nasty. Um, Alvin Kamara, I'm just more concerned about his contract situation with Drew Brees leaving and then um, them paying Michael Thomas a lot of money. Um, they're going to have to get rid of, or they're going to have to keep some rookie contracts. Um, 
I forgot what I was going to say. They're going to have to keep some rookie contracts. I just don't know if the Saints are going to feel like they're in a rebuild mode or if they're going to be in a win-now mode. If they're in a win-now mode, they're going to resign Alvin. If they're going to be if they think they're going to be in a rebuild mode with um, Drew leaving, then I think they're not going to be as willing to sign Alvin. I think they're going to try and retain him either way. That situation is just going to be a little more interesting for me. But overall, damn good pick uh, in the second round. Then uh, we go to Chase at the 2-6. Um, he has DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, pretty nasty combo. Um, Derrick Henry, because he is not a receiving back at all, he will not be on my team. Um, not saying he's a bad player because he's an animal. He had 303 carries last year. Um, he had 303 carries last year. Um, I think he had like uh, off the top of my head. I think it's like, or let's see right here. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. He had sixteen touchdowns last year. That's fucking crazy. That's tied with Aaron Jones, um, as it says right there. <clears throat> um, he just doesn't receive, and this is a PPR league. It's full PPR too. If it was half PPR, I'd think about it. Um, but it's full PPR. Like you need people to catch the fucking ball. Uh, I think it's a good pick. Um, He's still fairly young. He's 26. Running backs tend to drop off around like 28. Um, not a bad pick. And then it was my turn on the 2-8, and I picked Joe Mixon. Um, when the Bengals announced that Joe Burrow was going to go to Cincinnati, I was all about Joe Mixon. And I didn't have him in one league for the past, I would say, three years. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever had him on my team. Um, Joe Burrow is a, what I like to call a pure passer. Um, he can use his legs, but he is more of a pure passer. He doesn't want to rely on his legs to make plays. He wants to rely on his arm. Those are the type of quarterbacks that I want on my team. Dual threat quarterbacks give me fucking anxiety. I think they're more prone to um, injury, which they are because they're running more. Um, and I just, I don't want to have a heart attack when my running back, or uh, when my running back, when my quarterback is rolling out of the pocket trying to make a play. Jimmy Garoppolo tore his fucking, I think, ACL last year, two years ago, because he rolled out of the pocket and tried to make a first down. It was pretty stupid on his part, but uh, Jimmy, is a, Jimmy G is a great quarterback, and I just don't want that heart attack again. I just, I, I don't need it. I think if you have a healthy dual threat quarterback, they could potentially be better than a pure passer. Um, but I want a quarterback that's going to hang out in the pocket, 
we'll rush a couple times a year. Cool. That's fine. Um, but I want him in to make plays with his arm. And when that kind of quarterback was going into Cincinnati, that's why I was so high on Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is about to go crazy, in my opinion. I think Joe Mixon is literally going to set the world on fire. Uh, he's going to catch screens. They're going to abuse him, and I'm going to love every second of it. Um, Aaron Jones for Sanskrit, pairing him with Saquon Barkley is pretty freaking solid. The Packers did draft, I believe his name is A.J. Dillon. Um, Dillon is one big bitch, honestly. Dillon is a big running back. Um, he's more of a ground and pound. Um, Aaron Jones isn't really like a ground and pound. Aaron Jones is only 5'9 and 208. Aaron Jones will never be the workhorse running back that you want him to be specifically because he's 5'9". He's just not big enough. If they start giving him the carries, he's going to get injured. He will. He's an extremely talented running back. Um, I had him on my roster in my main, main league last year, a redraft league. Um, I traded him for Devontae Adams. I don't mean to scar you, repressive, by talking about this, but you know I'm just being honest. Um, it was a Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones trade, and he went off in week 17. Uh, he absolutely – or week 16, 17, whatever. Uh, he absolutely killed it and won me the championship. Um, I might have to do a part two right now. If I do, we'll see.